following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Intruder 2, starting November 7th during Dragon Ball Z Kai. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. Hello and welcome to another Toonami Faithful Exclusive. We are once again graced by the presence of Jason DeMarco. Hey guys. Hey. And he's using Skype this time. Yeah. Yep. How about that? Technology. <laughs> I also have my co-hosts, Paul and Jim. Hey yo. Hello. Oh, the main purpose of this conversation is to discuss the original Intruder and maybe a little something about Intruder 2 as part of our Intruder Month. But it's been a while since we've seen you at MomoCon, so mm-hmm. how you been, Jason? I'm doing great, thank you. Seems like Toonami's had quite the marathon year. We've had a very good year. Yeah, mm-hmm. luckily, um, um, Luckily, Dragon Ball Z is doing what it used to do again, and just <laughs> rising tide lifts all boats, and uh, the block is doing very well, especially in the last couple months. Everybody's really happy, and um, I think we have a lot of good momentum going into Intruder, and everything where all of the things we're trying to pull off as a small team over the holidays for uh, Tsunami fans, I think... Uh, this has been our best performing year yet, and hopefully it continues an upward trend. When we last talked to you, you mentioned that you felt like this was going to be as good a year as last year, which was a tall order because last year was pretty phenomenal programming-wise, but I got to say, you've definitely pulled it off. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, we are... We're happy with sort of the way the block feels right now and think it's a really good mix of new and old and sort of the very difficult task of pleasing all the different types of Toonami fans that are around after 18 years. I'm, you know, it's a good problem to have. Mm. So um, <laughs> uh, we're really well set up for next year and we have some really exciting stuff in the works for next year that I can't talk about yet, obviously, but that I think are even bigger than the stuff we've done this year or last year. So I like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah I like oh, the sound man. of that too. Just, just, you can just put it in the feed. We won't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could believe me, but, uh, but the second, as with any tsunami news, the second we can talk about it, we will. So trust me when I'm allowed to say stuff, I will. <laughs> Actually, I got a uh, kind of a joke question, Jason. So you could you possibly say that with Dragon Ball Z leading off the block like Bo Jackson, uh, could you say that what's old is new again? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty much, pretty much, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not mad at it. <laughs> well, as, a, as part of our intruder month, we have a bunch of questions for you. And OK, uh, obviously, I don't know how far back you can think about intruder one. But we want to start off with Intruder 1. Sure. I will do my best to go back into the recesses of my mind and dredge up however many years ago and see what I can come up with for you. 
So we'll start off with Intruder 1, and we'll get through as many questions as we can, and then we'll try it. I have a couple of questions about Intruder 2 that I think you can answer, because while I'm not asking the, the typical, so what is Intruder 2 about? Can you tell me? Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that you can answer these questions, because cool. I think it's, a, it's, it's a, some questions that people have on their mind. They're like, I need some answers. So. Okay. Um, but Sketch, if you want to get started with Intruder 1. Absolutely. So kicking off. We got to know, how did the intruder come about and what was the thought process behind it? Um, I, I, as I recall, um, it came about because we had done a a promotion called, uh, coaster to coaster, which was a promotion. It was the first big tsunami promotion, but where we, we had a contest and took, I think it was 20, but it might've been more. Tsunami fans to every single Six Flags in the country, and then we filmed it and we gave away Tsunami T-shirts, which were the first Tsunami T-shirts that we had created, and it did really well. And the you know our sales department really liked it and said, hey, maybe there's something you know. Can you guys come up with another big thing for next year? And we knew we were relaunching Tsunami, and we knew we would have this new look. So. I had the idea of of what, what wouldn't it be cool if we gave this guy a backstory and created like an adventure that he could have because we had at that point by the time we really got serious about it and sales told us yeah we might be interested in trying to sell that and get it sponsored and thus paid for um, we we were already into the new look for we had been doing the what we called the new look for a while. And we knew we wanted to change Tom because we weren't happy with his walk cycle with his reverse knees was pissing us off. We couldn't do as much as, <laughs> as we wanted with him. Um, we also hired a new head of CG and he had some great ideas and he really wanted to sort of come in strong and shake things up. So six months to eight months before we actually did it, we knew Okay, we want to re we want to we want to create a thing a multi-part micro series where the host gets killed and is reborn and that gives us an excuse to get a new voice and try something different there and also to change up the design that we weren't super happy with and it sort of worked for everybody because Sean Akins was, was very much a design-oriented person and he focused a lot on the design of everything in terms of not just the graphic design of of end pages and graphics but he loved cg and he loved working with cg and he loved production design so he was always wanting to change things on the ship and we kind of created this idea that there was continuity and so we wanted to have a reason for everything to change so sales agreed to to try to sell it we got a, a lot of money to pay for it and uh, embarked on making this um, micro-series. Cool. <laughs> then how would you estimate from planning stages to finished product, about how long did it take to make The Intruder? I mean, probably nine months, or you know, if you count the actual first day that I started writing, uh, that I wrote the sort of, you know, I barfed out sort of log lines. <laughs> for so it was episodes. a baby. Yeah. Um, well, you don't barf out babies, guys. <laughs> you, they don't come out of your mouth. Um, but yeah, I uh, 
quickly knocked up a sort of a bunch of log lines for the episodes and laid it out as like with a plan, walked Sean through the story um, and then went back and had to start writing dialogue and sort of really laying it out. Then we had it storyboarded very extensively um, and uh, you know, CG at the time was definitely a much more of a, it was a harder frontier on TV back then. It took, everything took way longer. Every decision was fraught with, oh God, we're going to have to wait three days before you can even look at what this looks like. <laughs> it was just, um, it was more expensive. So it was a very time consuming process getting it right. Um, and then we mixed it in a way that took a long time too. So just all around, it was a very time consuming thing. So I would say nine months. That's my guess. Gil might, if Gil was here, he might tell me I'm full of shit, but uh, <laughs> I, I think it's nine months. Oh, don't worry. We'll track him down. Too. Yeah, you yeah. can ask him. <laughs> so who animated the intruder? Um, mostly it was animated by Turner studios and a couple of core guys who no longer work, um, at Toonami, but that, that was sort of when we started the idea of what if we had an internal team of our own that made our CG. We still needed some of it done through Turner Studios, um, but the majority was, the idea was that the majority would be done in-house and give us more flexibility to make more shots, and it would ultimately be cheaper. For The Intruder, we had a lot of it done at Turner Studios with some very talented guys. Um, um, especially a guy named Daryl Hunt, who, if you look him up, he's worked on the X-Men movies. And I mean, he's a very, very talented CG animator. Um, so we had some very talented people, but most of them were at Turner studios. Um, it was just convenient cause we could walk across the street and check out shots and, and then walk back across the street and play Starcraft. So, ah, <laughs> uh, yes. But those were the days of Starcraft, mm -hmm. yes. the original. Starcraft, yeah. When now you mentioned they, that when weren't there days of Starcraft? <laughs> <laughs> there, were, there were many. I'm sure for some parts of the world, it, mm -hmm. it seems like there was no time before Starcraft. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned that Sean was big on the design aspect. So did he come up with the design for Tom too? No, that was um, the the guy named John Lau, who was our in-house production designer for a number of years. He sort of, you know, a bunch of different artists sort of took a crack at it, but John sort of nailed the design we really liked. And then it was tweaked by our lead CG designer, who sort of, when he built it, he made some tweaks. Um, but so Sean just did what he always did, which was, you know, sort of directed it and produced it and brought his eye to how he thought Tom should look. And there were, of course, internal discussions with myself and with Gil and other members of the team. You know, how did we think? And we we sort of all agreed on the way Tom, too, looked. We were happy with 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 that design. That kind of action figure look that uh, Tom kind of took on. I well, I mean, so. Sean, Sean's, I think, overall concept was it would be cool if Tom slowly grew up as the sh as Toonami went on, like he slowly started getting looking like older and older. I don't know if that was because he thought he would be growing up with the audience or he just thought it was cool. But that was sort of his idea that we all liked. And then, of course, we blew it all up with um, Tom four. 
<laughs> I don't know. Tom Ford's kind of his the kind of face that he had made him look like he was an old man a little well, bit. I think that maybe that's what's creepy about him. He's an old man in a little kid's body. <laughs> yeah, Sean Sean liked with Tom Ford. He the reason Tom Ford looked the way he did was because Sean vehemently wanted him to go back to he wanted basically a reset like let's bring him all the way back and then we can start that process all over again was his was his thought or maybe it was Uh the curious case of tom (laughs) yeah yeah there you go what made you guys go with a new voice actor for tom too and why did you choose stephen bloom in particular um, I mean, Sonny was great and we had a lot of fun working with Sonny. I think we just thought, um, you know, we went from Moltar, who was a pre-existing character and Clay Croker, who was a great guy. Um, but Clay was Moltar. And so when we would write stuff that didn't feel like Moltar, something Moltar would say, Clay sort of didn't want to say it. So like those early game reviews and stuff were kind of difficult because Clay would be like, he didn't play video games and certainly he didn't feel like Moltar played video games. So it just sort of was hard for him to get what the hell we were talking about. And we're like, he's like final fantasy seven. What the hell is this? (laughs) So when we got Sonny, the idea was, well, let's have a character we can make our own and do whatever we want with. And then he can have our voice and, Sonny did a really good job of sort of embodying that, especially in the early, you know, the Tom, the Tom speeches and stuff. But we decided, you know, we wanted to age him up a little and and we needed a voice that was a little more, had a little more grit to it. And at the same time as we were thinking about that, we were watching um, Cowboy Bebop and Big O and we, and I, was in a room with Sean and said, why don't we, why don't we call the guy who does, uh, why don't we call the guy who does spike or hell call the guy who does jet. It could, it almost ended up being Bo Billingsley. Like it was just, we just said, Hey, let's try these guys, you know? So we reached out and, um, uh, Steve did an audition and just seemed right. It just seemed like, Oh yeah, now this, for some reason it just seemed perfect. Um, but it wasn't, we just switched it because we thought it would be a more dramatic change from the old Tom and sort of really plant our foot like this is a new Tom, you know. Um, you could just as easily have kept Sonny's voice. We were happy with what he was doing. Uh, and if I can interject here real quick, um, a follow-up question to that. Freddie Prince Jr., how did he almost become Tom? <laughs> <laughs> he almost became Tom because when we first – we're trying to cast Tom like when we cast Sonny. Sean was obsessed with – obsessed might not be the word, but he very much wanted a celebrity voice. He thought that would really help us. And at the time, Freddie Prince was like a big movie star actor. And somewhere he read something about how Freddie Prince was actually like an anime fan or like a cartoon fan. And Freddie Prince had – been talking to Cartoon Network. He did an episode of the Brack show, you know, so like, I think he thought there was some possibility and it got to his manager and then he turned it down. Uh-huh. And then Sh- and Sean was, Sean was mad at Freddie Prince for years after that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you come do the Brack show, but you won't be our too time? good for too good for Toonami. Um, <laughs> I remember that Brack show. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
So yeah, uh, that's how that happened. That was entirely Sean's idea. I was like, who gives a shit about Freddie Prince? It wasn't really my, (laughs) but he was the boss, you know? So if he said, let's try Freddie Prince, I was like, okay. Well, I think we can all be glad that he turned it down. (laughs) Yeah, I think he was, I think he was too. After we got Steve, I think Sean felt like that was definitely the right choice was Steve. I mean, hey. I tried to cast Casper Van Dien as as a uh, Takashi in IGPX, so I'm guilty of I'm guilty of choosing a you know the wrong voice too. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work out for me any more than it worked out for Sean. Well, all things being equal, like that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been very different. Yes. Uh, since you man. mentioned uh, <laughs> Bo Billingsley. Mm. Uh, trying out for Tom is is that kind of why he eventually did some promo work for Adult Swim? I mean, he just um, you know we just liked him and and met him uh, through Kenny Adomi and our friends at Bandai. And uh, when it came time to do the Bebop promos, uh, we the Toonami team did those promos, obviously, and um. I very much want had an idea of in my head like it'd be really cool to have Jet narrate it because if we have Spike narrate it, people are just going to think it's a tsunami commercial. So why don't we have Fair Jet point. do it? You know, and I sort of combined that with the the Thomas Crown Affair trailer, <laughs> um, and then made the promo that I made, and then Sean had his promo, and he asked me to write a little bit of sort of poetry that Bo could say, but it really just happened because. We already liked him and he already knew us and we just said, hey, do you want – and he does voiceover work for like all kinds of TV networks for all kinds of reasons. So for him, it was just like, yeah, oh, sure, another job. I'll take it. <laughs> puts in Get a headlock. The- puts in a headlock says, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting back to the Intruder 1, is there anything looking back on the original Intruder that you would have changed if you had the chance? Um, I mean, you know, there's many things I would have changed, but we were very limited by budget and time and the technology at the time. I would like the intruder to have looked better. Um, uh, I think he looks better now, but you know, I, I, I also wanted, uh, a little bit more of him shooting at the intruder. I wanted a little more action on the ship, but there really was only so much we could do. And I wanted the engine to be broken off longer than it was it was off for like i don't know two months a month six weeks it wasn't that long i wanted it to be like half a year to have the absolution in dry dock and have people just be like what the hell when's it gonna fix this but uh sean was like no 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 let's just get it on there and get it back out into the world you know that's a long time to go without a warp nacelle as it is you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) yep Well, there's Tom's relative time to the, the time of the rest of us. I, who, who knows? It's true. <laughs> Maybe it was space time. Yeah. <laughs> so, since you mentioned the intruder itself, why was the intruder a blob? Um, I just Sean wanted to like classic. I, I think we both like the idea of the classic horror movie blob because. <laughs> A, it's easy to render. <laughs> like a liquid, <laughs> liquid, liquid was one of the things that was in the early days of CGI was was easier to do, which is why Cameron's, you know, when he did the Abyss, that's why he used CG for the first time there because 
and then the metal terminator liquid is just viscous liquid is a thing that was easy to make look somewhat real so there was a practical consideration and then i always i've always liked like dumb monster movies like that and i love the idea of a giant blob coming to kill you just amuses me and um i thought it would be fun for kids and wouldn't be too scary but would be plausibly scary enough that it would eat tom and we wouldn't have to show any tom you know tom could just be swallowed up and then he'd you know be gone so like it just made sense to me and in classic fashion at the end you know there's a little piece of the blob floating around so you go oh maybe he'll come back and of course we know that he does come back And answered a couple of the questions, but I think I can retool one of these. So you mentioned the blob influence. Would you say that there were other sci-fi horror stories that influenced the intruder, perhaps Alien? Yeah, of course. Alien is always in anyone's mind who's doing a ship-based, uh, you know, suspense story. Um, we we don't even come close to touching the glory of Alien, but we, you know, we. We definitely was something that was in our mind with the darkened hallways and stuff. Um, you know, I would say those are kind of the two main ones are Alien and, and The Blob. Since you mentioned making the kids kind of freak out, uh, was there any pushback from the network from the content of The Intruder after it aired? Nah. I mean, the network barely even knew we were doing it. They didn't give a shit. I mean, they, they, <laughs> they didn't, they were like, huh? Well, are you getting sales money for it? Yeah. Okay, great. Like they didn't care. <laughs> the only thing they cared about was that it was really expensive. And Sean had many arguments with Mike Lazo, who was then the head of programming for Cartoon Network about the intruder and how much it was costing. And he kept calling it Sean's, I can't remember, boondoggle. <laughs> he kept calling it. He kept going that damn boondoggle you're doing that boondoggle because it really did go, it really did go wildly over budget. And in fact, Sean did spend way too much money, more than I would have. I'm more fiscally conservative because I'm always afraid they're going to take away my toys. And Sean was more, <laughs> he was more ballsy than I am. And so he definitely was like, Nope, it doesn't look right. We're doing it again. Nope. It doesn't look right. We're doing it again. And so it probably cost twice what it was budgeted to cost. And the network was really unhappy with that. Um, and it probably hurt our, our budgets for the following for lockdown and for trapped in hyperspace. Yeah. But uh, he, we did the thing we wanted to do, so like that's what was important to Sean. Kind of going in a different direction here. Sure. Going to talk about Sarah now. Okay. Why did you introduce Sarah during The Intruder rather than before or after? Um, we, we thought about introducing her before, but we didn't think there was like a good – there was no real reason to do it before. And we all agreed like, hey, Toonami would be a lot better if Tom had someone to talk to. And we were trying, we spent so long developing what Sarah would look like and how she would work that by the time we worked it out, we, we were like, you know what? We might as well just save her for the intruder because she's costing so damn much. We might as well just loop her into that budget because it was a separate budget. So it was mostly budgetary decisions. And, and then also just there wasn't continuity wise a reason for her. And we kind of, 
we had kind of said, well, there's no real continuity now. So the con- <laughs> any con- any continuity with this show is not really going to begin until The Intruder. So we might as well just introduce her then. And if we, to the degree that we follow continuity of any kind, we'll just do it from The Intruder on. Um, and that's what we ended up doing. And regarding Sarah, why did you guys cast Cowboy Sally Timms as Sarah? Uh, that's because Sean and another good friend of ours, Barry Mills, who he created the Rudy and Go-Go show. If any of you guys have heard of the Rudy and Go-Go show on TNT, it was a cartoon. It was a cartoon block with a host, um, but the host was like a Howdy Doody puppet and a goat. And it was mm-hmm. called the Rudy and Go-Go cartoon show. It was amazing. Very experimental. Barry was a good friends with Mike Lazo and Sean Akins and... Barry is was also friends with the punk band the Mekons, and Sally was the lead singer for the Mekons. And so basically, Sean was just hanging out with the band one night and said, "Hey, we are casting. We're, we want this voice for our show. Would you do this voice?" And Sally had never done anything like that before, and she was very reticent to do it. But she thought, "Yeah, all right. What well, you know? Why not?" And we just loved the way she sounded, so we asked her if she would be Sarah, and um, she agreed. Cool. Since you mentioned cartoon blocks on TNT, mm. and I was just this has nothing to do with anything that we previously talked about, really, but uh, why do you think it is that networks don't really do blocks anymore? Um. I think because most blocks aren't given the resources or the they the people making them don't have the um the passion to create a block that's memorable but I just think that most good blocks are made by people that really care and their networks give them a little resources and most networks don't have the resources or don't choose to devote them to something like that um or the people who are when they are given those resources, maybe they're given to people who just don't do a good enough job to make the block stand out and be something special. Yeah, that sounds like what happened recently with Chiller. Um, Chiller, I wouldn't even call a block. I mean, the, the Chiller thing was literally <laughs> like, I don't know, want to throw some anime on here? Other shit's not working. So, like, <laughs> you know, I know, kids are doing it. I mean, people kept asking me, what do I think about it? I'm like, what do I think about it? They're just showing, showing some anime. There's no block there. It's like literally it's a block in that it's a couple shows in a row, but there's no, like there was no thought to it. It was literally like, I don't know, instead of showing a dumb horror movie, let's show this shit. And (laughs) shocker, it didn't work. Uh, I'm not mad at it either. I kind of was happy to see anime on another channel for a change. But, uh, what we've learned is if you don't treat it right, then, uh, you're doomed. Yeah. And I, I think they, they totally mismanaged that. They could have, at least advertised it. I mean, you know, it's chiller. They don't have a lot of money. So, and they're certainly not (laughs) to the degree they advertise. They're going to advertise for like their Halloween nightmare on Elm street, all seven movies in a row, because honestly, that's why anyone buys chiller. (laughs) Like, so it doesn't make financial sense for them to advertise an anime block, but nor should they necessarily have just thrown it on without any real support. You know, so I don't necessarily blame them, but I also blame them. I mean, TV's complicated. It's hard. But also, um, in Chiller's defense, if I may say so, it's not on every cable system either. I have Comcast. I don't get it. I didn't even know that sure. channel existed. <laughs> sure. 
Yeah, I mean, I only know it existed because my mom likes to watch creepy stuff, and so do I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else likes to watch creepy stuff? My, my mom! mom. <laughs> Awkward silence. Well, that does it for uh, all our questions involving Intruder 1. Cool. So, Paul, why don't you take it away with your few questions on Intruder 2? Yes, and uh, guys, feel free to join in if you have a question. Um, and I, and I, like I said, I think these ones you'll be able to answer, Jason. So okay. don't worry, I'm not going to be the typical fan and be like, oh, oh so this is about this. Or sure, sure, of course. Um, so first question, and I think this is the obvious question to start with when involving Intruder 2. Uh, during MomoCon this year, you said that Intruder 2 would start in October-ish, spanning about yeah. five weeks. Yeah. Um, DragonCon, you announced that it would start November 3rd. And yep. that now it spans seven weeks. Yeah. So two questions. One, why did you decide to move Intruder to back about a month? And two, um, does does the fact that it spans seven weeks now, does that mean that you have additional footage now? Yeah. I mean, um, the reason we push it back is because we were waiting a little longer to see if we could get a sponsor. And the good news is we did. So oh. that, that bodes well for um, it having maybe there being another one of these down the line. You know, if we can say that this one was sponsored and if it does well and the sponsor's happy, then that means we have a good reason to go back to sales next year or the year after or whenever and say, hey, remember Intruder? We want to do another one of those and this time blah, blah, blah. So the real reason we asked people and you guys helped us to um, the reason we started teasing it so early, and the reason we asked people to hashtag, tweet, and like, is because all of that stuff was to show that people have an interest, and then bring that to an advertiser and build this anticipation, and it ended up working. So we got a sponsor, which was very important for us being able to ever do something like this again. Um, so it was definitely because of that. Uh, and then as far as five episodes to seven, I had just written it and not sort of late. I didn't quite know how much I wrote and I wrote more than I thought I wrote. And when we (laughs) sat down with the CG team and we were really started getting involved in making the animatics and make, you know, boarding it out and sort of in really getting into it, we were like, Oh shit, this is, you know, so it's going to be seven episodes. Um, it'll probably end up being basically if you put them all together, it'll be like a, 22 minute show, 23, 24, somewhere around there. It'll, it'll cap out at about half an hour of content. Um, you know, which, uh, is what we wanted. So that, um, if my math is right, that averages around three to five minutes per mini. I guess you could say pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's obviously because we're breaking it up, there's going to be more happening in some episodes than others. But, um, I thought like, I think they feel, well paced. We'll see how it happens when you have to wait a week between them. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be brutal for fans. But hey, oh, yeah. this is old school TV, baby. That's why you watch Toonami. If you didn't want to wait, you could just watch friggin' Netflix. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. But it feels like an old school serial, and I like it. <laughs> that's the that was the goal. Yeah, thank you. So, so the sponsor's Trojan, right? i don't think i can say the sponsor yet but it's a it's a i mean but uh you'll know because everything's going to be tagged with their name so um okay yeah yeah but just know that 
the sponsor is a good thing. It means that if we do this and it does well and people are happy with it and the sponsor's happy, then whether it's that sponsor or another sponsor, that means a better chance of us doing something special next year, um, which is, you know, the goal is mm-hmm. to keep Toonami making money and doing well in ratings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Intruder 2 so- brought to you by Mountain Dew and Doritos. Double XP weekend <laughs> for Call of Duty. Should be. Should be. Those are our patron saints. <laughs> and coffee and popcorn and pizza. Okay, uh, maybe you can answer this then. Would it, would it look something? I, I'm sure that you've seen like how wrestling does um, pay per views, or even like you know when they have like Raw or something, they have like those sponsors out front somehow, some way. Is it going to kind of be like that? Or uh, we're not. It's not finished um, in terms of their involvement, like what they're going to be doing. But it's not going to be like uh, Tom tripping over a Mountain Dew can. <laughs> <laughs> um, although, I'll be honest with you guys, if that's something a sponsor wants, we'll do it because they'll give us money and we can make more CT. No, I'm not. Hey, if it's not, if, if they can put like, uh, you know, Mazdas in The Walking Dead, then I can put a Mountain Dew can in intruder um but no right now it's going to be more formal like you know brought to you by the intruder brought to you by blah 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 you know like sort of clean delineation between client and and product and i actually didn't have this question but since you said cgi team i have to ask um i believe you said before tom was being animated by one person is the intruder being animated by multiple people it's it's mostly by one guy. It's mostly the person who he asked not to be named um, because he's a private person. But he it's mostly the same guy who made Tom 2, the same guy who worked at Toonami for years and years before he left. Um, and so most of it is him. Some of it is going to be is, is some other folks. I mean, CG is just... It's a bunch of disciplines. So you have a guy who's like a modeler. You have a guy who's a designer. You have a guy who's an animator. You have a guy who's a shader. You have a guy who's a raw coder. Like, you know, so he knows a lot of people in the CG community who work at different film studios. And, and so this is a bunch of people moonlighting because they think this is a cool idea. Um, and he's sort of directing it and doing most of the main animation, just like he always has. Um, and then on the back end, uh, it's going to result in a whole bunch of new tsunami packaging having to be made. So that will be a studio that we're working with. Um, and they're just starting to make that stuff now. They're like just yes. barely beginning. So Ooh. so are we getting so I assume we're going to get another, shall we say, model change for tsunami? Like we're going to have the same uh, absolution, but like different cards and different bump, uh, different looking bumps and stuff. like There that. will be a new graphic look. That's as much as I can tell you. Okay. There's going to be a new graphic look for sure. Um, okay. We're, do, you know, I really like the current look, so it might not be drastically different from the one we have because I'm pretty happy with our logo currently. And um, so it's not going to be crazy different graphic look, but it will be different, different probably a different colorway we're, we're still figuring that out because mm. i think the blue well, i mean it's gonna be down to the wire like we've been working on this for a while but it's still incredibly hard with as few people as we have it's gonna be like piping hot right out of the oven before they get on tv it's gonna be like, 
you know, whoa, get it out there. It's ready to go, you know. So Self-park you probably style. will have, like, very little time to, like, check it over and make sure it meets your standards, right? I mean, you know, we can't do what we did with Intruder and just hump it forever until it's perfect. We don't have – we have right. – we have – probably a quarter or a third of the budget that intruder had. Um, but CG is cheaper now. Uh, we have probably half to less than half of the people making it than we had with intruder, but they've been working on it longer. So, I mean, I think it evens out. I think I'm, I'm going to be as exacting as I can be, but I'm not going to let that premiere date slip. And that may mean that, you know, there's a goof or something. There were plenty of goofs in the original Intruder. And I've realized I've been around long enough to know it's never going to be perfect. You just get it as close as you can to what you're happy with. And then you release it into the world. And that's when everybody else tells you if it sucks. <laughs> and um, speaking about the first Intruder, um, would you suggest that people that are new Toonami people, new people that are that have just come into Toonami, because they, they are out there, obviously. Oh, of course. Uh, uh, would you would you suggest that they watch the first Intruder, or is Intruder Two like its own separate thing? I mean, I think it's not. I, I you can watch it and not have seen the Intruder, um, but I think it would help if you had. Okay. It's not like if you don't see the original, you miss. Like it's all pretty clearly spelled out. I mean, we're not talking Shakespeare here, so. <laughs> but but I think that I think it would definitely make it cooler if you had seen the original. It's available on YouTube. Yeah. It's available on your, our YouTube. <laughs> That's right. I and I advise people to watch it there. Intruder remastered. Yes, Ooh, I like. And that's and you can thank uh, Toonami Digital Arsenal for doing that. I don't remember when they did that, but it, it's been a while since they they did this. So yeah. thanks to them for that. They're the best. So uh, continuing with questions, um, when did you guys come up with the concept of Intruder Two, and how hard was it to get this made? Um. It was uh, it was very hard to get made. Uh, I really still don't know how we did it, but we basically begged, borrowed, and stole not only <laughs> not only our time, but the time of many many other people. And just even scheduling it is going to be a pain in the ass because it's going to throw off the timings, and we're going to have. I mean, it's going to be it's going to essentially make all of Toonami's staff's holiday time a friggin' mess because in order for us to have any time off, we've got to make stuff way ahead of time. So it's unfortunately going to screw up everyone's holidays, but, uh, so it's been hard from the beginning and it was hard for me to write because I kept putting it off cause I'm lazy. Um, <laughs> and then when I did write it, I was sort of, I had to go back and rewrite it because when I gave my ideas to our CG guy, he was like, nah, man, I can't do that shit. Just go oh, back God. and change that. <laughs> so I, I went back and, you know, and then the, the comic too, I think was a struggle to get right. And um, I feel like it's all in a very good place, but it was just very hard to pull all of it together with such a small staff. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure there's people that are going to complain that the app doesn't do enough or that the comic isn't this or that, or that intruder wasn't this or that. And, um, that's okay. You know, I, I, I just know that we are leaving everything on the table because, you know, who knows how long Toonami is going to last and who knows if we'll have this opportunity again. So the fact that we're doing it now means it's worth all the blood, sweat and tears. Um, and all the people who 
are putting in long hours and not being paid extra or anything in some cases to do it. So, um, and as far as, uh, when I came up with the idea was like a while ago, as far as the broad strokes, it was more than a year ago. As far as writing it, I wrote it on a vacation cause that was the only time I could find where I wasn't getting bothered every five minutes <laughs> by existing work. So right. <laughs> I went to, I went away when I wasn't supposed to be working and then wrote that. So, um, <laughs> That was a while back. Um, so it's been sitting around for a while, and we knew what we wanted it to be for a while. Did you did you have this idea, like, right after – like, did you kind of have a concept in your head right after the first Intruder, or was this – Oh, yeah. No, I wanted the Intruder back right away, and Sean was like, nah, we can't do the same shit again. No, no, no. He was like, you know, I know we left it where he could come back, but I don't want to do that. Let's come up with something new. And so he was more interested in the idea of coming up with a new thing. Um, but yeah, I always wanted to return and, and have that battle happen again. Okay. So I got the century. <laughs> um, and, and speaking about the comic, cause you mentioned that, um, I think this is a good question too, because there seems to be a lot of confusion out there. So I think this is a good point to ask this question too. Um, there seems to be some confusion out there about how the comic connects to Intruder 2 and, you know, originally we were talking like how it connected with all the Toms. Um, can you clarify how the comic fits into all or most of this? The comic will act as a bridge between Intruder 1 and Intruder 2 and that's pretty much all I can tell you. Okay. It will involve a Tom. <laughs> okay. And it will involve the intruder and it will act as a bridge between intruder one and intruder two if for the for the for the people who care. <laughs> yeah. well, for the people who don't care, it's a fun adventure with the intruder and and a Tom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> some, some people will be mad. Some people will be happy. The usual tsunami reaction to anything. Tom Ford, you're gonna die. I love it. I love it. I hate it. You know the usual. I just imagine the haters end up sounding like comic book guy from The Simpsons. You know, uh, it's it's you just get used to it after a while. You understand that when you announce a show or when you do anything, you're gonna get a bunch of people saying, "Hey, great, cool, that's awesome," and you're gonna get a bunch of people saying, "What? Why couldn't it be this other thing that I have decided?" It is more important, you know. Yeah. So, so you just roll your eyes and sit. It's like I, mean, uh, I don't. We don't even roll our eyes. We just, you know, that's just. It's all in the game. You shouldn't be making. Why TV. aren't you catering to yeah. my needs specifically? If you can't, if you can't party with the big boys, you shouldn't be in TV. So we don't even really. It doesn't bother us as much as you might think. Um. So I have two more questions. I'll, I'll ask the. I had a last question. I'll probably ask that last. And okay. You, you may not answer that one, but, um, on the um, the you put up a picture of the announcements that you did at DragonCon, mm. and uh, when we were doing our fan made promo the other day, which is out right now, by the way. Um, cool. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I just put it up today, actually. Um, as we're doing this interview, ironically. Um, so it says on November third that instead of it being during DBC, during the commercial break, it actually starts off the block. Yeah. So that that actually, that will actually, Intruder 2 will start off the block on November 3rd? Yeah. 
Okay. Yep. So it's our opening bump, in other words. Yep. Okay. It's gonna. We're just gonna kick everything off with the the beginning of it, and you know, you've already seen the first minute or two because we showed it at MomoCon. But mm-hmm. that's that's literally how Tsunami is gonna start, and then we're moving it into DBZ just because that's the point at which the most people are watching every week, and we just want to make sure we're getting the highest number of people. But it seems weird to, to start Toonami and not just start with this thing right away. Hmm. The first week, um, for whatever reason, it felt weird to us to make to wait till the break. Um, but it doesn't feel weird to wait till the break after we've set up what's happening. Hmm. It's just one of those arbitrary decisions people make. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's arbitrary at all, because as you've said, this is going to reshape Toonami. Like nothing yeah. in Tsunami is ever going to be the same. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, it's still going to be a cartoon block with, you know, a host. <laughs> so the return like, of WCW Monday yeah, Nitro. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's not going to be like, um, it's not, it's just not going to be the Tsunami you're watching now. That's all. Hmm. It's not going to be like, oh, this isn't Tsunami, but it's just not going to be this Tsunami that you're watching oh. now. Hmm. <laughs> All right, and my last question, and maybe these guys have some other ones, but um, if you could give Intruder 2 like a synopsis and mm. without giving away details, what would that be? Uh, Intruder comes back and messes with Tom again. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can tell you. Yeah, Shit try. goes down. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's more than... There's already been so much speculation as to exactly what's going on in that first minute. Yeah. So you, you definitely have people thinking. Well, good. I hope they like what we've done and I hope they're not disappointed after waiting a year, but um, just I hope they know that we did our absolute best and didn't hold anything back. Yeah, baby. Awesome. Well, gentlemen, do you have any other questions about Intrigue 2 before we get well, to tomorrow? It's not about Intruder 2, but it is uh, something about during and uh, after Intruder 2. You said mm. that there were going to be marathons to be determined. Ha- do you have yeah. any news on that for us as of yet? No. Okay. No, not yet. I mean, mostly our programming department makes those decisions, but we're okay. definitely not we're definitely not doing movies and mm. marathons have been working for us um, and uh, marathon is a much cheaper solution where we can reuse content that we already have and it holds a rating better than the movies have. Yeah. Uh, I think to get movies that pulled good ratings would require an expenditure. The network doesn't feel as worth it for one night mm-hmm. um, because movies don't really there's, I mean, adults one doesn't really run movies, so there's nowhere to run movies. Yeah. So it's just sort of, I see the logic. It's like, are you going to build an audience that will return once a week or are you just going to blow it all on one night, one time viewing of something that you'll never be able to show again? And, or are you going to get some old dusty ass shit that nobody wants to watch? (laughs) And so for me, I I totally get, I, I, you know, I would personally rather show movies because I like the way it breaks things up, but it's, I totally understand why the network would feel the way they do and it makes sense and it's working and they know how to, they know how to build an audience, um, better than I do. So I'm just, uh, going with that decision, but yeah, we don't know what any of the marathons will be, but you, as you can imagine, it will likely be marathons of shows that are currently on the block. Okay. So, you know, 
take your pick. There's going to be seven shows. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be brain surgery to figure out, you know, there'll be some people who go, Oh, I don't want to watch a whatever marathon. I won't be watching that week. I mean, the, the numbers are always less, but they're, not, they're surprisingly decent as compared to what we did last year. You're for movies. Yeah. Yeah. Actually that, that, um, I just, I just had a thought, um, during Intruder 2, and, you know, obviously this isn't going to be a loss if you don't do it, but do you expect to be doing, like, game reviews and stuff, too, or just Intruder No. We're not doing anything but this. I mean, basically... Too much chaos. It's going to... It's going to... It's not just that. It's that it's going to... Well, first of all, continuity-wise, it doesn't make sense for there to be right. some heavy heavy shit yeah. going down That's and Tom being like, hold on, let me just, let me just review this game. Uh, <laughs> hold on, I have to do a speech about bullies now. Hold on one sec. <laughs> but, Here, let me put but, you in a force field. <laughs> but also, it's going to require... I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to... I'm not being a crybaby. Cry it's going to require everybody at Toonami busting their ass to just get these on the air and reflect everything that's going on. And I don't want to burden them with other extraneous stuff. So, like, I don't know what the hell we're going to do during pre-flight. We may just show the previous week's intruder bit and talk about it, you know? I don't know <laughs> what we're going to do. But um, there won't be any of the usual goodies for basically that whole November, December block mm-hmm. the goodie is intruder <laughs> and what a goodie it is i hope so yeah it's about as I, I, it's about as important a goodie as like a full-size snickers in your trick-or-treat bag <laughs> 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 gotta have the full-size candy at halloween oh yeah <laughs> i, I kind of figured that's what it was gonna be but you know that's kind of one of those stupid questions that we should ask oh sure yeah no I'm, i mean <laughs> you if know. you didn't ask it somebody else will blast yeah, me exactly. and it's gonna be you know <laughs> it's better we ask it than some other sure. know, idiot like <laughs> tweeting you like five times. I'm sure I'll get my share of, oh, what? what? No, I like the game reviews. I want to see what you think about <laughs> Star Fox. You know, I mean, it's, you know, people watch Tsunami for different reasons. That doesn't bother me. But they're not going to, you know, they'll just have to wait, unfortunately. <laughs> this, they're like, come on, Jason, there's finally a good Wii U game this, to review. Yeah, <laughs> this is... This is for the hardcore fans. That's why we're doing this one. So um, this is for them to enjoy for the two months. Well, don't you worry. We'll make sure that it does well. <laughs> Appreciate it. And we'll make sure that we post every single episode. <laughs> Good. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Once we've aired it, it's open season. Put it out there. Like tell people, have them watch it. We have the best in the biz, a guy by the name of Caboose. So, <laughs> yeah, he knows this stuff. Yes, he does. So, do you gentlemen have any other questions for? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Not even missing a beat. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been trying to get uh-huh. it in there, but uh, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> it's, oh boy, <laughs> it's hard to beat Jim to the punch. I gotta say. <laughs> uh, now, most of the reason why the intruder is starting in November is because it's just taking that long to get it done, and yeah. you're you're trying to get to that point, but. Is part of the reason to kind of uh, ratings proof tsunami over the holidays? No, I mean, I have no, I'll be honest with you guys. Like, I'm sure that there's a hardcore set of fans who will be looking forward to the intruder, but we don't have any expectation that it's going to drive ratings. I mean, something that's three minutes long doesn't usually significantly drive ratings. Um, that's such a short amount of time. It almost can't really be measured even um, accurately. So for us, it's more about that's just how long it took. And 
Of course, we hope that it helps, but I would, I mean, hey, if that happens, I'll be, I'll be very, very gratified. But we aren't looking at this as a ratings driver. We're simply looking at it as a way to shore up what, you know, what makes Toonami Toonami. And the holidays are a good time to disrupt the schedule because people's schedules are already disrupted. And also, it just took us this long to get the damn thing done. But ratings, <laughs> ratings wise, we don't. I think it would be presumptuous of us to assume that it would drive ratings. Although if it does, I'll sure be happier than a pig in shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm pretty sure that Twitter is going to light up very. I hope so. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great too. I mean, all that's measured. So all every like it's always the same story, but it's true. Every little bit helps. Every little thing that we can point to that shows people checked it out and were engaged. Engagement is becoming as important a metric as ratings nowadays as the TV landscape changes. So the more we can show that uh, that engagement exists, um, that's good for us. It's good for sponsors. It's good for, you know, the network. And that's good for Toonami. So did you see Toonami was able to trend six things simultaneously last Saturday? I did. I was shocked. I don't know why things happen randomly like that, but I'm like why one week it does and it do- another week it doesn't. But I'm really happy that it did because, again, it's it's good for Toonami every time that happens. And, and for the record, we did verify that. Anime Savior did ve- verify that, and that is – not like somebody went and photoshopped that. Yeah, good. So. I love con- I love confusing non tsunami non anime fans on Saturday night that get on Twitter. And go, what is all this shit? <laughs> <laughs> what was Akame got kill? What the hell is that? You know. So. Hopefully that drives uh, curiosity. You know, fun stuff. I, mean, I think it does. I-, I think what what makes me happy is the fact that college football was still going on when tsunami started, and all of a sudden. We have DBC Kai yeah. at the top of the trending chart. I'm like, what? Uh, I'm always happy when um, I'm always happy when I can shove college football down a peg. So, <laughs> <laughs> no offense to college football fans, but I'm not one of them. <laughs> now there are two other holiday weekends in the year that are not mentioned on the list that you were uh, showing at Dragon Cons. I would imagine particularly because they have nothing to do with Intruder. But uh, can we expect some kind of disruption of the programming on Halloween and on December 26th? Uh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, uh, the week uh, the week of Halloween, does Halloween fall on a Saturday? It, it actually does this That's year. Shit, yeah, I don't know. We'll probably do. I mean, nothing crazy. Like the, I think the programming will be the same. We we may do like a Halloween little goody thing, you know, or you know, spook spook it up in some way. But we're not doing any sort of. We're not disrupting anything to a greater degree. Not to my knowledge, anyway. You never know. It's still six, seven weeks away, so um, or six weeks away. So anything could happen between now and then, but not to my knowledge. Just I got turn a, the whole block orange. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I was, actually, I got an idea. I got an idea. Tom dresses up as Tom Six for Halloween. <laughs> All he's got to do is just paint a jack o' lantern on his face, and yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you or go. Have, or have or uh, have Sarah actually Sarah. have Sarah dress up like uh, Charlie Brown ghost, you know? Sarah <laughs> Sarah go jack o' lantern, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing nothing super special. I mean, like I said, all the special stuff is coming in November and mm. in the bulk of December. Yeah, can't do something mm-hmm. for everything, sadly. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, I think uh, I'm all out of questions. Finally. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, um, tapped out. I think I, I think I gotta go. Yeah. But thank you for um, you know asking me the questions, and I hope you got some good answers, and I hope uh, everybody enjoys what we have to show them in the coming months. Oh yeah, this is going to be awesome. Wait, wait, before you go, can you tell us what's replacing Attack on Titan? Yeah, I, I can tell you what's atta- what's replacing Attack on Titan. It's going to be Kill a Kill. Legit? Yeah. Yes. Oh! <laughs> oh, yes. I won that bet. Yes. <laughs> um, it's proven to us that a relatively new show, but not a super new show, can work there. And while 3.30 is, 3 o'clock is a little late to put something new in it's a good spot for a recent run of a show that we like that did well and we love kill a kill and um so we're gonna try it out see how it does so yes. let, let me yes. ask this real quick before you mm. go um do you want me to hold off on saying anything no you can say something okay the reason i haven't answered people is because i don't like i mean like when people bug me about shit like that it's like look i'll tell you when we want to tell you and <laughs> We, we didn't can. feel like saying anything. Yeah. I mean, it's also, it's not big news. It's not like announcement, another rerun. Like, you know, it's not like, Woo-hoo! you know, but I think kill a kill fans will be happy. And I think casual fans will tune into that show and not be turned away. Like they were in just like what happened with attack on Titan. It was a good show for it. You can't rerun attack on Titan at 1130, but you can rerun it at three. And that's okay. But if you run Bebop at three, you're going to get a way worse number. So it's like, you know, relatively still new, but it's a rerun and we recognize that. So we're putting it at the end. So if people don't want to watch the show they've already seen, they don't have to. But if they do, great, you know, and we love Kill a Kill and still have the rights. So we're going to we're going to run it. Hmm. Sweet. Excellent choice. I I will put that up here (laughs) soon. Anything after 2 a.m. is gravy. Yes. I mean, it's not necessarily, it's, I, I mean, look, it's all important, but uh, if, you know, that's proven so far, w- w- the system we have in place is working, so we're going to keep that system going for now. Mm-hmm. Hey, go with what works. <laughs> always, always, always. Yeah. All right, Jason, well, let's get you out of here because I know you. we don't want to run you too late here. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun. <laughs>